The Dead Show of the Month Podcast. Welcome back to the Dead Show of the Month Podcast. It's me, your old friend Dave, and we're back with another amazing journey with the Grateful Dead and Friends. Joining us once again in Studio D, second month in a row, Bob. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad spot. My co-host, Bob. Yeah. Yes, here he is. Here we are. In the flesh. In Studio D. Yes, in Studio D. And we're gathered together to listen to Dead Show of the Month podcast number 186. Bob, I promised you another trip down memory lane, and I, I hope not to disappoint. But what we're talking about is the Grateful Dead from the Laguna Seca Raceway in Monterey, California on July 31st, 1988. Bob, you were there, right? We were there. You we both were, were there. We were both there. Camp, camping there and friggin' hot, man. Oh, it was, it was hot, so huh? so friggin' hot. Weird. Yeah. Monterey's not really known for its heat, but I know Laguna Seca is inland, slightly. Slightly, yeah. Not, not totally, but surprising that it was hot. That's what you remember about it. Uh, there, there, it was memorable and that it was hot. And you, you know, you're just exposed to the elements, so, eh, you know. Yes, yeah, some uh, great music and uh, a guest appearance here or there that was pleasing. Yeah. I think my first uh, experience with uh, one of the opening bands was, was this weekend. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So the venue itself, let's let's chat about that. We got plenty of time to talk about the music after these people hear it, but the venue itself, I mean, you hear a raceway and you think kind of an oval racetrack, but this is like a road course up in the hills of Monterey. Yeah. It was more, um, the, you know, the stage was like towards the bottom of the slope. And uh, wasn't I, I didn't really register it on as a raceway myself, so it was more of a big field area spot. Yeah, hmm. you know, with the stage kind of bottom of a slope, and it, it was okay. Daytime shows, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. It was always different seeing the Grateful Dead outdoors in the daytime. It was a it was a different experience, but I guess it was a different experience every time we saw the Grateful Dead. Yeah, hmm. I'm not sure if the shows went into the twilight or not. I don't can't quite recall <laughs> memory lane gets a little dim occasionally but yeah um so yeah i'm not really sure about the uh exactly when during the course of the the day they completed the shows interesting stuff though nonetheless let's get everybody rolling let's get them in tune with this music because it's good the grateful dead on july 31st 1988 from the laguna seca raceway in monterey california you guys enjoy this and we'll meet you back here when it's all done
Me and my uncle went riding down South Colorado, West Texas bound. We stopped over Santa Fe, being the point just about halfway. Man, you know, it was the hottest part of the day. Well, like the horses up to the stop, went to the what it brings for all Three days in the south You know my body hurt It been summer I took off the shirt And I tried to wash all summer That dusty dirt West Texas cowboys They's all around We're licking in my knees They loaded down So soon after they did But we seem to shake Crack, crack, crack. Caught the clouds and the cover of a clear blue 
Told me up every time I heard a draw that southern dog. And I heard my dream went back downstream, cavorting in Davenport. And I followed you to the big river with y'all. Don't think we be in the world, got to cry, cry, cry. Caught the clouds out of cover up a clear blue sky. Just got that woman, woman, but you big river. And I'm going to ride here.
Just like Jack the Ripper Just like Mojo Just like Billy Sunday And the shotgun Big time band Just like New York City Frankenstein, thank you, Chief. 
the streets of Rome They're filled with rubble Ancient footprints were everywhere Well, look at all the things you see in the
We'll be back in a little bit. Oh, yes, Bob. A nice bird song to end things there, first set. Uh, I know you really enjoy Los Lobos, so it must have been a, a kick to see them not only as the opening act, but uh, David Hildago sitting in on guitar there for Little Red Rooster and West L.A. Fadeaway. Major highlight, man. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Had We had been listening to Los Lobos before that, but I think this was the first time we ever saw them. And... Uh, really liked it they did a great job so have david hildago come out and you know join jerry on stage for a couple of tunes and yeah that was good that's what i'm uh, talking about yeah and then uh, david lindley uh with el rayo x uh i mean david lindley is one of our, our local stars here and just uh fantastic player modest man um you know accessible if you if you you know see him say hi he's <laughs> just a great guy um, and uh, still out there playing. We saw him a couple of years ago at uh, the local theater in Huntington Beach. Um, it was like the Tiki Bar place that subsequently closed down. Oh, but, cool. Yeah, yeah, it was like you get right up close and get some, get some musical lessons. But, uh, yeah, Grateful Dead set one. Good stuff. Laguna Seca, nice, yes. Yeah. I'm glad two months in a row I got to bring some stuff out that, that brought back all kinds of cool memories. One thing that we we get is a lot of memories sent to us via email which is always cool you guys can yeah. do that at dead show of the month at hotmail.com and uh, lately in the last year or so and i plan i plan our schedule if you will out quite a bit in advance so it's hard when someone requests something to kind of yeah. jump on it in a manner that is befitting to our love of our listeners but one thing that that's happened a lot over the years is people requesting widespread panic for our halftime show nice yeah and we never have. Um, and in particular, people are requesting their older stuff. And while this isn't really that much older, it's a great recording. So all you spreadnecks out there, we are finally here. We're arriving at the debut of Widespread Panic on our podcast. So you guys enjoy this, I hope, a whole bunch. And we'll meet you back here when they're done. Hey there, brothers and sisters. This is Jay. Hi, this is Dana. And we're from Ontario. And, and you are listening, listening to, to the, the Dead, Dead Show, Show of the, the Month, Month podcast. podcast. Well, 
next year. Widespread panic, Bob. A fun band from the South with some absolute professional musicians, man. I mean, they uh, love them or hate them or be indifferent to them. They are friggin' pros at what they do. That's for damn sure. I hope you guys out there, especially you, uh, you spread necks, as I call them, you widespread panic fans, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I know me and Bob did. Yeah, I you know I've never seen them in concert yet, so it's on, they're on my list, you know, and uh, look forward to it. We got a couple of friends of ours who just love them. Yeah, they play out deeply, here, you know, like yearly. They come out here. It seems like they make a trip out to California and play like you know smallish theaters while they're out here. But I can tell you that on the South, they play like big places, yeah, like their own gigs sometimes, lots of festivals, and they. They freaking pack them in. People come from miles around, as they say, to see these guys. Yeah, they got the panic at the playa down in, uh, yeah, you know, down in Mexico every year. Yep. They they get, you know, six eight thousand people, I, I think, know. and so it's a good time. People love them. I saw them one time. I mean, they're they're a great band filled with pros. Uh, I'm never been too much into like the southern quote unquote southern rock thing, and I don't necessarily want to categorize them as that. But they kind of fit in that spot. Mm. So I enjoyed them when I saw them, man. I saw them at the Wiltern Theater in L.A. probably 20 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Mm. And, and yeah, it was a good time, man. Dave Schools is freaking badass on bass. The dude who sings, I think his name's John Bell. I can't remember, like, all this stuff in my head. But I know his last name is Bell. And I think it's John Bell. And that dude, he's got a very, very unique voice. Mm. He knows how to use it. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I like guys who know how to use what they got. So uh, let's not wait another 186 episodes before we bring them back. No, we shouldn't do that. Right, I'll, okay, get a mil- I'll get 186,000 more emails in that time span asking for widespread panic. Hey, man, you play string cheese. Why don't you play widespread panic? God <laughs> and that would it. be 15 years in the future. So let's not play Okay. Right? Yeah, no, we, we shouldn't plan do that. It out that far. People will be panicking about the panic. And we don't, we don't like you guys panicking out there. No. Uh, but what we do like is bringing people... Not only amazing Grateful Dead music, but cool Grateful Dead stories. So anything else pop into mind about Laguna Seca the weekend in 1988? You said it was hot. Uh, I've heard Dusty. Dusty. Um, I've heard some some different takes on the music that weekend. I, I know that they played a very... Uh, in fact, you and I went and saw Dark Star a couple of years back where they played one of the other shows from this run where they did the um, China Cat Sunflower into Crazy Fingers into I Know You Rider. Yeah. And the the mega playing in the band from hell or heaven, depending on what your intake was that afternoon. Yeah. That Dark Star show freaked my cousin out, man. He still giggles at, like, approaching you guys at halftime and (laughs) having to engage with you guys. He's like, man, (laughs) Bob and Ruth are the nicest people, man. But, oh, woo. (laughs) But, woo. Someone take me outside. Okay. Yeah, we took him outside. Yeah, he was. He worked it out. Yeah, he got through he, it. He was pleased. He, he looked very pleased by. Yes, yes. He, my cousin Darren, is always pleased. Yeah. We love you, buddy, Darren from Bisbee. Let's get rolling with it, though. We got yeah. a second set here. Got a different, uh, kind of a different approach to the second set than you get in a lot of 1988 shows. So let's take a gander, and we'll discuss uh, after in our epilogue portion of the dead show of the month podcast but until then you guys enjoy this it's the grateful dead from july 31st 1988 from laguna seca you guys enjoy it we'll meet you back here when it's all over
the song with sad, sad color. Hold the wings back. Oh, in this I will not play. Face with mystery is dark and vain. Statements just seem Oh, this is 
Oh, they they were going to wait quite a while for the midnight hour, Bob. Because hey. like I, I do think that these shows were were daytime into sunset kind of affairs. So a little bit odd having the midnight hour thrown in there. But but like you said, we're going to wait for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's they waited a while, but it's okay. The Grateful Dead, everybody, July thirty first, nineteen eighty eight, from Laguna Seca. A fun second set, showing off some of the the newer songs there, Bob. Yeah, the, the Hell in a Bucket and uh, Foolish Heart. Not sure how many times I'd seen Foolish Heart before that, but I like that version of it for sure. And uh, get a Terrapin in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, never a bad thing. And then the Brent tune. Yeah, Brent took us home before the drums for once, man. Yeah. And that was brand new. And that, that one has really grown on me, I will tell you. Yeah. That yeah. one's really grown. Maybe it's the kids thing. I, I don't know, but... Uh, I, I like that one now. I, I can deal with it. It wasn't my favorite for a long time, but I'd, I'd like to hear some uh, some of our current bands uh, who are out there playing bring some of the Brent material forward. You know, it was unique to him, but it, it, there's some just really nice songs, and mm-hmm. let's hear them. Remember when we all went to Santa? Not together, but we all ended up at Santa Barbara Bowl for Phil and friends for that summer sessions. Were you there for that? It was '99. No. Mo and Government Mule opened for Phil and Friends, and did not. Uh, Warren Haynes was in Phil and Friends at the time, and he played okay. uh, just a little light. Oh, and okay. they jammed the crap out of it. It was friggin' awesome with him singing yeah. it, yeah. and and the band uh, that was an interesting Phil and Friends. That was kind of like Phil and Cheese. Hmm. Kimak was there, Malo was there, Warren Haynes, and then a couple guys from String Cheese. I think it was Michael Kang and the keyboard player. Okay, so that right. was really quite awesome actually it was a it was a really cool it was the first time i'd seen film and the only time that i'd mm. seen phil and friends mm. we won't go into that too deeply here okay but it was really awesome the time that i did get to go see phil and friends i enjoyed it quite a bit this laguna seca weekend doesn't sound like it was like one of these epic english town type of experiences for you but a, probably a hell of a diversion from your your regular world. I know you were kidless at this time, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, it was the last so year of that. There you go. So you, you guys were able to go somewhere for a weekend and sweat your ass off and get dusty and dirty. And hear Grateful Dead music. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah. among, you know, thousands of, you know, p- potential friends. Yeah, overflowing porta potties be damned. <laughs> yeah. I uh, Don't even try to tell me it wasn't like that. I'm smart enough to know. You get that many I, people together for three days, it's heaping over, buddy. Uh, I have no memory of that. So yeah, I'm good. Glad. That's good. We all know yeah. Al Franken wouldn't have gone in there. So, If you guys want to uh, get involved in this, if you were at Laguna Seca and you have different memories than or similar memories than Bob had or maybe no memories, those are fun stories, too. I like, I like the I don't remember that weekend stories plenty. Yeah. You know, in the same time period, they were playing the, the Oxford Plain Show, mm-hmm. it, which I'm, I'm not sure which date it was, but uh, it, perhaps one of the outstanding Phil recordings I've ever heard yep. was coming out of out of those shows. That was the it, second and third of July, so it was it in the same weeks. month. It was at a, it was at a racetrack. It right. was a camping. It was one of those things where the people that went, and I, and I you know, as a, as a Grateful Dead critic, if you will, I, I have to tell you that in my opinion those shows were much better than these Laguna Seca shows I wasn't at either of them but recording wise those uh, yeah I, I hear that whew, the, that unbelievable show. The good stuff out there and that was another <laughs> weekend where people that were there have a much higher opinion of that week of those shows than people who weren't there that was one of those experience kind of events at, huh. at Oxford and probably at Laguna Seca's as well you know you're camping out for the weekend with the 
with the peeps, man. It's, right. It's an interesting way to, to do this. Right. You know? Well, I, I I wasn't at Oxford Plains, but I can tell you from listening to them, they sound mm. like unbelievable. I have those Much recordings, better. and we've never played either of them, so we'll have to get to those. Now that we've brought them up to people, okay. and they're going to be like, why'd you do these if those are so good? Well, we'll do all <laughs> of them. We'll do them all. Yeah. And if you want to complain about our selection process or commend us on it or give us kudos or a bitch slap upside the head, you can always email us at deadshowofthemonth at hotmail.com or check us out on the Facebook at www.facebook.com slash podcast. Oh, we got to tell everybody what they play. Yeah, what the hell did they play? We've forgotten to do that. This was the Grateful Dead from Laguna Seca Raceway, Speedway. It's a racetrack, trust me. Bob didn't notice, but that's the primary goal of that institution there is for cars to go really, really fast. Yeah. And the Grateful Dead didn't go extremely fast on July 31st, 1988, but they did go, and that's what matters. And Bob went. During the first set, they played Mississippi Half Step, Uptown Toodaloo. Little Red Rooster and West L.A. Fadeaway featuring David Hildago from Los Lobos. Uh, really good stuff there. Really good stuff. Uh, me and my uncle in the Big River. Ramble on Rose. Gentlemen, start your engines. Uh, Brent thing that lasted like, I don't know. That long. Four shows or something. <laughs> I don't, was that the first one or the last one? I don't know. It, uh, it was one of them. Not a shelf life. No, it didn't stick. It, not my favorite, but it's cool. You know, it grew on me, I guess. Uh, when I paint my masterpiece and they concluded the first set with Birdsong. For a halftime show, we had widespread panic from New Year's Eve 2015. Good stuff there. I hope the spreadnecks are happy. Uh, we like to keep everybody happy. We just took a long time to please them, but it's okay. It's okay. Hopefully we made up with it with some other stuff that they like. Yeah. Right. Don't want to make the spreadnecks angry. No. Oh, no. Uh, during the band's second set, The Grateful Dead, that is, uh, they performed Hell in a Bucket, Foolish Heart, Man Smart, Women Smarter, and then they went into the jam with uh, Terrapin Station into I Will Take You Home, into the drums in space, out of that into the other one. <whistles> Always good good stuff right there, man. Interesting twists and turns in this other one for sure. Into I Need a Miracle, Bobby getting two shots in a row, and then a Morning Dew second set closer and i always kind of mm-hmm. dug when they did that right there oh yeah you know because yep. when they knew they were ending with that it was almost life-changing towards the end yeah. there you know yeah, yeah they, ending on a peak but yes very high peak yes and then the encore of course was midnight hour um, bob next month we're going to start another one of our multi-month excursions that we do here nice and i'm going to say this one has to do with the number nine okay number nine number nine like 69 79 89 i'll just say that the number nine comes into play in a way that one wouldn't think and there there's an additional connector between these shows other than the number nine okay and for you guys to figure out what the hell that i'm talking about meet us back here next month for the dead show of the month podcast excellent we look forward to hosting you guys and we'll We'll do the hosting and you do the listening and the traveling and all kinds of stuff that people do with these podcasts. God knows what. We don't report it to the IRS or the federal BI, so have no fear. But till then, I teed that one up good, huh? Yeah, yeah. The number nine? Nine. I got number nine, and we have something else that'll string these shows together. So maybe we could have people email in their guesses on what that's going to be. But I, I have a feeling that they won't be able to do so after the first show. They may be able to do so after the second show. Hmm. And if they can't do so after the third show, then they don't know much about the number nine. (laughs) 
<laughs> or other things that would tie Grateful Dead shows together. All right. Well, so it'll be a test. It's a challenge and a test all at the same time. Till then, for my co-host Bob, this is your old friend Dave saying so long from Chino Hills, California. The Dead Show, the Mighty Podcast. Podcast.